And we are once again hanging with Big Walt, hockey conversation with former Blues, popular former Blues player Keith Kachuk, who still works for the team, director of player recruitment, I believe is the title. We have been hit and miss the last few weeks trying to get a segment done. He's been traveling, and uh, as you listen to this particular segment, my favorite part is, is asking Keith how he celebrated his 50th birthday, and he can't remember. Was I in Nashville? I don't know. Bahamas, maybe? I yeah, I don't know. Uh, that is Big Walt to a T. Uh, the topic here, breaking down game one. Blues beat the Wild. We'll talk to Keith a little more often now during these NHL playoffs. He's got his eye on Calgary. Matthew Kachuk. Flames had a great year. Matthew had a star breakout season. And uh, we'll talk some hockey over the next couple of weeks with Big Walt. But let's get to it. The Kill Coin Conversation, Hanging with Big Walt, all presented by the fine folks at Marie Davila Senior Living, corner of Clayton and Wideman Road. Take a virtual tour at mariedavilla.com. Also, B&G Tuck Pointing, they are the best in the bricks. If you need tuck pointing, foundation repair, waterproofing, make sure you call the folks at B&G at 363-0525, 363-0525. Talk to Rich Galati, the owner, directly. Get that free estimate for your home, your garage, your chimney, whatever foundation repair, waterproofing, or tuck pointing you need. Check in with Rich. You probably want to talk a little blues. Huge, huge blues fans. Was at the Winter Classic when the blues beat the Minnesota Wild. Was also at the All-Star Game in Vegas. Rich and his girls, Bella and Gabrielle, they love some blues hockey. So check them out. On the web at bgtuckpointing.com. Also, appliance discounters get it delivered quickly. We've been talking about this for a long time. No supply chain issues. Theappliancediscounters.com. As always, the great General Electric merchandise. Just type it in the search engine. Washer, dryer, stove, refrigerator. Whatever you're looking for, find it at Appliance Discounters. As always, their savings are your savings. And Triad Bank, located in Frontenac on Clayton Road. They've been St. Louis-based since 2005, so if you need a car loan, home loan, business loan, talk to Jim Regna, the CEO, and his team at Triad Bank or on the web at triadbanking.com. And now here it is, our visit with Big Walt. And once again, hanging with Big Walt, Keith Kachuk. Keith, it has been, it's been at least a minute or so. Where the hell have you been? I've been on a heater. I'm not going to lie to you, buddy. Um, I've been gone since, I mean, all year. I've been everywhere. UVA, Calgary, on the road, visiting the boys, uh, Bahamas, Naples. So I'm getting all in, brother. Nashville, Vegas. So I'm done. A, a big a big chunk of that, though, wasn't it following Matthew around? He was going for the point. He was trying to match your point total. And then lo and behold, he gets his 100th point on his 40th goal. Did you make it for? I know you were on the. Didn't you go to a bunch of the games? Yeah, we well, we wanted to go see him in Chicago um, on Easter because he was by himself. We wanted to go have dinner with him the night before, and then uh, the next night he was at ninety six points. He got two points. So my wife and we just drove up. thinking we were going to drive up and then drive back the next day after the di- after the game. And and my wife basically bullied me and said, "You know what? We're going to Nashville just in case he gets two points." But he got one point, and he beat my career high. So they got the puck, and they brought it up to me in the stands and basically was like, hey, I beat you, Dad. <laughs> so it was good. And then the next game, we didn't want to go to Calgary because that's just too much to commit, and I've been traveling, and I needed to get home. 
Did, did, is it true, though, that he said you'll always give him shit about the fact you got 500 goals? He, so he's got more points in a season than you, but until he gets to 500 goals, you got to shut that trap. <laughs> hey, I wanted him to do well. I wanted him, you know, it's pretty incredible to get 100 points. I know that doesn't mean a lot to him because he wants to win the ultimate goal here at Stanley Cup, but, you know, he was pretty happy to get it. I think I could see it in his face. So I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. And, I'm glad we got to see quite a few of his games on the road this year. But he broke through to a different level, don't you think, this year? I mean, he had a good a good name. He'd been an all-star. But, I mean, to get to that 40-goal plateau, 100 points, I mean, don't yeah, I mean he kind of takes his yeah. whole reputation to another level? Yeah, I think so. I think it gave him a lot more confidence. His line played well. They're, they're all three of them had over 40 goals. They really took a step this year. And I thought he took a step of maturity in his game and – elevated and really worked hard over the summer, Marty. He did. He put a lot of work in. He's, he's a pretty driven kid, and, you know, he's all business. I know. He was. He would not sit in the big wall chair for very long. He'd get up and get moving, man. Yeah, he knows better. Uh, let, let's talk about the Blues. Game one, Minnesota. What do you think it is about the matchup? Because we know the Blues beat him three times this year. Those games typically were pretty close, though. What, but overall, they seem to have – Huso's got good numbers against him. What do you think it is about the matchup that – I just, I just think it's that experience of, you know, when you have guys like Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, you know, Stanley Cup winners and just showed their experience last night. I mean, it was incredible watching that. Huso was outstanding. And I think Chiefs record is ridiculous against them. I don't like, I can't put a, put a finger on because that, my, that's a difficult building to win in. It really is. They're on top of you, the fans, they're loud and they have a damn good team and they got, you know, I'm convinced they got bigger because of the success we had in 2019 with our size. So they got bigger. They got nastier. But who so closed the door? I thought, uh, you know, you know, Ryan was outstanding. Perron, obviously, with a hat trick. And our fourth line really shut them down. And, and you know, Robert and Tarasenko, Bush Nevitz going to find the back of the net. So all in all, I thought the power play was great. Just everything went our way last night. That was one of the best playoff games I've seen in a long time. I, it, not much to complain about. I thought, if anything, I thought the refs were calling too much, but then a friend of mine, he's not as big a hockey insider as you, but he, he's really into hockey, and he said, they have to call it this way in game one or else it gets out of hand. Do you think they yeah. – is that what they're thinking? Well, I don't know. I mean, it was a little odd there was that many penalties. I didn't know over the course of my career, you never see that. Maybe towards the end of the game when things got out of control. But I, I felt like Minnesota was really trying to push us around last night. And that might have, uh, you know, played a role in, in what happened. But, you know, they're a bigger team. They're a nastier team. Um, so I thought they took a little bit of – trying to take advantage of us physically. And our guys stood up to them and found a way to get it done. And, and the power play, special teams was a difference. And the goaltender. I don't know if people saw it live, but a lot of people now online that the, have you seen the Spurgeon hit on the back of the ankles on which Nevich? It's getting a lot of play on video during the yeah, game. I saw it. Um, it's weird because you never see something like that. Like, um, you know, you know what? I, do I think he should be suspended? No. You know what? You want some balls? Go play against Darian Hatcher and Adam Foote back in the day and Chris Pronger. Those guys should all three be in jail for what they do with their sticks. That was nothing compared to what those guys would do. Yeah, the only thing it reminded me of, there was a series, I think it's before you got here, but Pat Verbeek, I think, did it to the back. Either Draker or Pierre Turgeon. It was a slash to the back of their legs. I can't, that's the only thing I could think of. But so you would say, is your gut that he won't get suspended? 
Yeah, I don't think so. It was it was weird. You just never see something like that. It's kind of funny, you know. Um, but you know, like I said, you know, I know the game has changed and they're trying to take a lot of, but it's just calves. Like, come on, like really? I mean, like, no, he shouldn't be suspended. No, I don't think so. It looked like it may be frustration more than anything. How do you think Minnesota comes out in game two? Do you think they're more disciplined? They're more what how do they react after what had to be really deflating for them? Yeah, I mean, their coach is a fiery guy. Their GM, who you know, played here in St. Louis, is one of my closest friends. They're going to come out ready. And, you know, you got to weather the storm. You got to stay out of the box and and just play a good road game. If you can get it, stay in the stay in the mix after two periods where it's a one-goal game or, or tied, you're in pretty good shape. If you can go out and sneak out game two, then, wow, you know, what a – what a position to be in, but you know, it's going to be a long series. You know, it really is. And I know Perron needs to stay out of the box, but he's sort of the perfect playoff guy because he pisses off the other team and he can score goals. He's not just some agitator. He's a highly skilled shooter too. And it's weird because it's, it's his third time with the blues. Isn't it crazy? Like this was your former teammate, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a great player. He's a great kid. Uh, like you said, he's annoying on the ice. He does his job. He does it well. He draws a lot of penalties. Um, yeah, he takes some, but, you know, he can, he's really super skilled. Like, he can make plays. He's got a quick release, and, you know, he has a good, uh, you know, he, he plays well uh, with Ryan, and they, they feed off each other, and they found a way to contribute. And, you know, the, he, got, he was off to a slow start this year, but he managed to put it together at the end, so – you know, this is where guys like that, a leader and veteran, has to step up, and he did. When when Army went out and got Nick Letty, I think people were disappointed. There were a couple of bigger names out there, defenseman wise, but I think right away they pointed to his playoff experience. I think it's like 121 games going into Game One of this series, and a lot of people have said that he really was a key piece there when they brought him in. It wasn't a big splashy move, but what have you seen from Letty? Pretty steady. His composure, he doesn't get all ramped up. He doesn't lose focus. He just, he's composed with the puck and makes the right play. Doesn't get, you know, nervous. He just goes about his business and does it well and compliments whoever he's playing with and he can play in any situation. And I think that's in, so valuable. And he takes, he logs ice time and he just takes a lot of heat off guys like Pareko and Falk. And it's one thing for Billy Huso to play well. But to, in that building, like you're talking about, in that in that city, that state, flipping loves hockey as much as anyone. So they're fine. The Wild haven't had any great runs of, of recent memory. So I think they're really fired up about this team. And you put a goalie out there who's never had a playoff start. And not only to win, but to have 37 saves. And I think even early on against Kaprizov, he had some big stops. What, what do you think makes Huso click? Or what what is it that makes him capable of this? You know, and he's fought through it. He's battled, and he's done a good job of, you know, he's always believed in himself, you can tell. Um, and he's running with it right now. I mean, he's he just looks confident in there, and he's been around. Um, he was valuable. I know it was a third goalie situation, but he was he's a worker. And um, all that work he's done um, to get to this point has paid off, but we needed some saves. And, you know, um, he was he was a nice guy. He's a nice kid. He's quiet, but he goes out and finds a way to, you know, take over the starting job uh, when, you know, the guy who won it for you a couple of years ago is now backing him up. So, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but he went out and just 
answered any critics that had a maybe slight issue with him, but he's done a great job. He's done a great job all year for us. Yeah, and it's a weird deal where you do have a guy, Jordan Bennington, who three years ago is the hero. They win the cup. Huso was better this year. It was the obvious choice, I think, for Barubi to play Huso. But it only seems like in hockey, like you can do that and the guys like get along and they just, whoever's hot, they ride the hot hand. Like it doesn't, in other sports, I feel like this would be huge drama. Like it'd be the lead story on ESPN that somebody's pissed off or the agent chimed in. Like, but in hockey, it's like, oh, well, it's his turn. He's playing well. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes in hockey. I mean, you can't, you can't, uh, you gotta be a team player and, and everybody knows what's at stake. And, you know, these series could go either way. So you better go ride the guy that's hot and, and that's what we're doing. So, I mean, I've got to give Billy credit. I also got to give Jordan credit. He's, he's, he's being a good professional, and that's what he needs. He needs to be ready just in case. And what about your former housemate, Robert Thomas? We mentioned with Matthew, like, going to another level. I think this season, Robert Thomas's reputation around the league, maybe underappreciated still, but over 50 assists. He's looking to shoot more. And I think Joey Vitale told me that you were talking about how over the summer – Robert Thomas was focusing on his shot and knowing that guys don't expect him to shoot, which could be an advantage. Now, every time he's got the damn puck, he's going to pass it. If he shoots, he catches him off guard. He's so unselfish. He really is. Um, You know, he always looking to make a play, and that's why Vladdy and Bushnevichov playing with him because he'll find him at the last second. But he's got a great shot, a great release, and, you know, he's got to use it more, and he has used it more a lot lately. And, you know, he had a couple of good chances last night that just missed. But, you know, if he can come out and do that and be unpredictable, you know, I think that'll help him and his linemates out quite a bit, especially in the playoffs. You can't pass up any opportunities. Do you think Tarasenko this season, and he, he hates talking about it. He gets as pissy with us as he does with other people. But do you think he was determined, I'm going to get back to an elite level? I mean, because he'd been injured the last two years. Do you think he was as driven as he's been in a long time? 100%. I mean, he he's confident he's a great player, and he showed over the years. His playoff numbers are outstanding. He can score goals. He's got still got that unbelievable release. And, you know, he was a big part of that Stanley Cup run, scoring some big goals in some critical games. So um, he's a sniper. He's playing harder. I see him, you know, being more involved, you know, in the corners or in the puck battles. And he's winning puck battles. He's strong as an ox. And, you know, he's you got to need him to score some big goals for us to keep climbing up the ladder in this playoffs. Somebody posted video last night of you. This is 20 years ago now. You running into Hashik against the boards in Detroit, and then the little melee broke out. That would have been your style, period. But in the playoffs, do you guys look for a moment to kind of piss off the other team or to kind of get under their skin? Well, I think that was game two, right? I don't think I think we got shut out in game one, and we were getting shut out in game two. I think I can't, I can't remember; it's been so long. But figure you might as well try to do something. And he he sold it a little bit too, you know. But you know, we had to do something. We were losing, and you know, we didn't score a goal, and we were pissed off. So you might as well try something to get something going. Obviously, didn't work too much. We ran into a tough team. I think they might have won it that year. In fact. Um, but they're a great team. He was a great goalie. We tried to do anything to get him rattled, but it didn't work. What's your favorite playoff moment? Do you have one? Yeah, I mean, you know, we had some good times in Winnipeg and, and, and Arizona, but, you know, I think getting to the conference finals that first year against Dallas to see what it was like with the city. I obviously ran into Colorado and just couldn't get over the hump, but that was one of my better memories, you know, you know, getting to the conference finals and, 
you know, beaten, sweeping Dallas, you know, who, was, who won the Western Conference the, the year before. You said you've been on a heater. All right, here's the deal now. We're in the playoffs. I'm going to run you down more often. I need the, the secret insight of Big Walt because years ago, I was still doing morning radio, and I remember I talked to you on the way in, and you had broke down the game the night before. And I go on the air, and I don't say that I talked to you. And I'm, I'm spitting all this hockey knowledge. And Andy Strickland texts me, said, where is this coming from? Because I was breaking down, like, the special teams and all this. And then later I called him and said, all right, I got I can't effing lie. I talk, it's all from Big Walt. So I will <laughs> tap, I'll secretly tap into your hockey knowledge, and then I'm going to pretend like it's mine when I'm on TV. Absolutely, buddy. And happy birthday, belated birthday. Yeah, this birthday. 50? Yeah, 5-0, buddy. You know, you it's a uh, big bender. Oh, yeah. It was a big year. It was one thing after the other. I, I need a vacation now, but I am going to Dallas for games three and four to watch Calgary. So <laughs> that'll be interesting. Nice. What did what'd you do on the 5 0? Um, um, where was I? Did you go to the Bahamas for that or no? I can't remember, buddy. <laughs> That's how good the 50th was. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I might have been in Calgary. I don't know. I can't remember, honestly. Oh, no, I might have been in Nashville. I don't know. I can't remember. This has been crazy, this trip, this uh, two months. This crazy. Is most, this is the most Big Walt recap ever. I don't remember where I was for my 50th. It's just I don't. Crazy. I apologize. It's been that much of a heater. Uh, and I apologize for my appearance. Uh, next time I'll clean it. We'll do maybe something TV one day and I'll clean up a little bit. This is audio only for people. Wondering. Put some sunscreen on, buddy, when you go outside like that. Your, your forehead's freaking burnt. Well, but that's, I think it's this monitor. My wife, I would do these Zooms and she said, you look really red. And then she sat down here and she was red. I'm telling you, it's, I'm going to send yeah. you a picture right after this. I'm not as red. But All right. <laughs> great hockey talk. Great hockey talk. Hey, Dave. Always a pleasure, 2020. The one thing about Keith Kachuk is he's always consistent. He's, he's the same guy all the time. You should see the text messages when I'm running behind trying to record the interviews. and Let's go. Let's go. What are we doing over there? Let's go. Uh, he's the best. We'll look forward to talking to him again real soon. Hanging with Big Walt. All part of the Kilcoin conversation. It's all under the same umbrella, we'll just say. And looking forward to the Blues playoff. It's, it's a different time of year. Folks really just get dialed up my mom is locked to every every shift gets mad at the opponent immediately and looks like things could be a little chippy in this series with the blues and the wild we are presented by triad bank st louis based bank located in frontenac on clayton road and don't worry woody jim woodcock's very worth that second location i think we've had a soft opening so it may actually be up and running but we'll get you all the details you need for the fine folks at triad bank B&G Tuck Pointing. See some of their before and after photos. I love when they post those on Twitter. See what difference it makes to get the Tuck Pointing done. BGTuckPointing.com is their website. Or call for a free estimate at 314-363-0525. Find out why they are the best in the bricks. Also, appliance discounters. Great service repair team. So if you've got a washer, dryer, stove, anything that's acting up, Call the folks at Appliance Discounters. Instead of one of those 800 numbers where you schedule something two weeks from now, get your repair done with the same folks who are selling you these name brand appliances at low prices, all of it part of the great service at Appliance Discounters. 
And Marie de Villa Senior Living, the home to Red Shandy's for all those years. 60-acre, beautiful campus in West County. Just great folks. Marie de Villa is where you can take a virtual tour. MarieDeVilla.com, I should say. M-A-R-I-D-E-V-I-L-L-A. When you spell it out, you feel like you should be doing the Jack Buck voice. As he was always doing those cardinal letters. M-A-R-I-D-E-V-I-L-L-A. MarieDeVilla.com for a virtual tour. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Thanks to you for tuning in and checking out all of our segments posted at ScoopWithDanimac.com.